Hello. No, you did it wrong. Missed jackpots. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I feel like a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But when you get to that point in the show, you'll love it. You'll be like, oh, that's so good. Um, <clears throat> For all of you playing at home, I was uh, trying to pull one over on you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Katie has not watched season three. We're literally continuing from the last one. So, yeah. Yeah, housing. So, um, yeah, that attitude of getting into the market. I think Bullshit. Well, and it's the idea of, um, again, it's like, Kind of this think about the reason holdover why. from the American dream, I feel like, where it's mm. like you need to own a home. It's, you need Yeah, to- but in America you can leave your key under the doormat and walk away from it. No, you can't, not anymore. Uh can't you? Oh, fuck no. Well, I thought that you still could. Fuck no. America's dangerous. <laughs> no way. Maybe in like a, a flyover state or something. Like I mean, we should look into it because i I've thought that that was the case. What, crime in America's low? No, not crime. I'm not talking about people breaking in and being safe i'm talking about you can leave your key under the mat and relinquish liability to the property what i believe that that oh look at you look so shocked maybe i'm wrong who does it go to the ownership to the the county or something or the town i suppose so but i believe that 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 is that is the case amazing so if you had like a shitty derelict home that you own you could just be like no look maybe we should look into this because maybe i'm wrong but i feel like when i was looking into like the big short you know the the global financial crisis mm. and the housing and stuff in America. Oh, a lot of I feel like that. that I just... feel like that was an an option, but maybe I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong, guys. <laughs> but then, what happens with the debt? Maybe that was the problem. Well, I, yeah, they were in so much debt at that time. You could just walk away from the property. It sounds like people were just going bankrupt, and then yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, you know, we'll have another bub- like big short in Australia. No, no. Yeah, I don't really see that happening happen. either. It can't happen. Think about like, like we're saying like a lot. There's a lot of investment. I mean, we should look up. Do it while I'm just rambling. Yeah, you ramble. The statistics of like investment investment versus owner occupier properties in Australia. See what the split is. You would hope that it's like eighty percent owner occupier. Hmm. Um, I highly doubt it. Um, but um, and then like the other thing I want to I would love to know is how many houses aren't occupied that are built because I seriously think that the problem is not supply and demand. It, I seriously think it's an artificial market. Um, and also I think part of the problem as well is what I was kind of getting into last week. Well, no, just before houses that are exist now are shit. Yeah, they're yeah, not very they're big. all cookie cutter. They're all not very big. Oh, cookie cutter's fine, but like, it's like like you were saying, like oh, three bedrooms, one bathroom, like no, a single fucking garage. Yeah, like I go around the corner from where I live. There's like six cars on someone's property. I'm like, that's clearly like a um, a mum and dad and three kids who are all teenagers living in one room, like one house. Back in the day, that was fine, but now, fuck no. All right, so according to CoreLogic, which is, um, that's where Michael works, um, he, it says here nationally 53.4% um, are investment-owned dwellings. I, I, I literally was thinking in my head, I reckon it'll be 50-50. Yeah, and then 46.9% are unoccupied dwellings. And that's the, so CoreLogic deals with all of like the, I'm pretty sure it's like Southeast Australia. So that would be like, 
I don't know if that's national, but... No, it wouldn't be. But doesn't surprise <laughs> me in the slightest either. Yeah, it'd be interesting to look into, like, the actual stats, but it's... um. Yeah, it's definitely going to be... It, it does feel a lot harder to get into the market, but I think... Well, I mean, like... Um, but is that just the FOMO? I don't know. Well, the, the return on things, like it's that whole return on investment. Mm. So, you know, back to the $20. $20 10 years ago is not worth $20 today. But if I use that $20 to buy a house, it's worth way more Yeah, today. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and that's the whole point of investing, right? Yeah. Um, but a property sitting there doesn't do anything. That's right. It just takes up space. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of work that actually goes into having a property, you know. Well, yeah, like, you know, you could say, oh, but there's a, you need a, you know, people, a handyman gets hired occasionally to fix things. And blah, yeah. Blah, blah. And it houses a family. But in terms of cash flowing through an economy, a house does fuck all. Yeah, that's right. Until you sell it. That's right. Um, and then people complain that house it, the, this is the thing, people complain that how sometimes the housing market's like, so costly because of all the taxes and stuff on it. Mm. I don't think that's the case. I, I seriously think it, there's something else going on. Um, but it's definitely not, yeah. I think it's also really challenging because they don't, um, the whole process of even buying is not, like it's so hard to figure out what you need to do. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good thing as well. Like you should be taught that stuff in school. That's right. Like you... I think it's also like you, of course, can go to a mortgage broker. Um, yeah, but and again, like now you're paying them to. No, you don't. You don't pay them. The banks pay them. Oh yeah. Okay. Which I found weird. So it seems as though that they are for the people, like they're. But I, I, no, I feel they're, like they're like, hired by the bank to drum up business. Yeah, but they don't. Um, it's like by all banks. Yeah. But they're competing so no against each other. Like yeah. I know they give you like a whole bunch of offers. Yeah. They'll push you in a direction. Like, yeah, there's it's always still some sinister aspect. They will you know? push you in a direction. Like, they might know someone somewhere, or like, because you think about our professions, it's very incestuous, right? Theirs would be just as much. Okay. Um. But yeah, no, I as mortgage broker, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's one of the jobs that'll get automated away. It'll be yeah. One of the first ones. Well, they make a lot of money. Not for long. Yeah, they but make a lot of money because the, the, the market's hot. They get, ri- but even like you know, they still get a huge chunk. Which again, it's like they get, they get. It just doesn't for not much work, to be oh, honest. Honestly, yeah, you're coming to them, mm, right? They just, just for advice. They just go and compare the market and yeah. fucking strip the the website of information, like the top five. Give that to you in a nice little A4 Word document. Mm. And then the bank gives them what? How much of a commission? Like it's, I think it's like something pretty big. So like, and then where does the bank actually like? Do they, you know, where are they slicing that money from? Yeah, because they that their stock dividends that they have going on at the same time. Like, yeah, they would have to have X amount of like capital in there. Of course they do, Um, but yeah, a mortgage broker just. (laughs) really don't see the point anymore 
Like, what, what, how, I think how good a, a deal can they get you when interest even, rates are the lowest they have ever been? Like, yeah, of course. But think about <laughs> it. Like, they they give you all the information on a silver if you, plate. If you have no idea what you were doing. That's right. Yeah, I get the point. Like, there's, mm. I think that there's value there because what you need to do isn't outlined anywhere, really. Yeah, I get that. Um, so how, should they be paid as much know? as they are then? Probably not. Because they like, don't do enough work to you know, a, child, a baby doesn't know how to change its diapers, but a childcare worker doesn't get paid as much as them. So. Oh, don't even get me started on public servants. <laughs> Come on. Like, I know people... Yeah, yeah. What an interesting oh. idea. Imagine if there was a public mortgage broker. And not nothing. Not a not someone working in like with the bank or independently. What if there was someone who... So you would pay them? No, the government would pay them. The government. Hmm. There would still be some agenda, I'm sure. <laughs> it's just an interesting thought. Um, well, maybe that's how it should be. And then they don't not. elicit these huge bloody bonuses. I just I don't. Mean, I don't see. Yeah, an independent one would be um, pretty good, but then you, you're paying for them to do the research for you at that point. So it's a bit probably would be a bit more expensive. But I reckon you would get less biased information from them. But again, I, I just harken it back. It's like we know, like interest rates are as low as they've ever been. Yeah, they're sitting at like, what, like 1.8. 1.98. Yeah. Um, what, what deal are they getting you? Yeah, like, that's... Maybe the, they're not getting you the deal. That is just so happens what the interest no, rates are. That's right. The, the, they don't the, do the anything for The market has done you. the work for you. They like, just show you on a, on a big screen. Yeah. Look at what it is right now. Yeah, yeah. They don't have any power. So sorry any brokers that listen. I'm just like... <laughs> You're either part of the problem or not helping. We, d- we just don't think you should be paid as much as you are. <laughs> That's what it boils down to, to be honest. Oh, it's funny. That's just because I'm I sure think... I'm sure they have a hard job. I No, I don't. <laughs> I say it like... Oh. I don't think that at all. Uh, uh, one thing that's funny at the moment as well, like going through our process is um, like um, all the paperwork and stuff involved. And you're encouraged to obviously get it reviewed, and you should. But um, like from a solicitor. Yeah, but like we're, uh, like our solicitor, it's just like you know you get X amount because of our process has been so delayed. I'm mm. like they're getting paid the same amount as they would if it happened in a week. Hundred percent. But this is happening over like you know a year yeah. for us. So <laughs> that I can't. I don't get that either. It's just especially when you think time is money. Well, it's just like she has had to put more work in yeah. because it's drawn out. Yeah, but there's a but fixed cost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of silly. So then it makes me think, well, maybe that fixed cost is uh, more. Like it's it's more oh. than what it's <laughs> worth. Like if it yeah, just course. went straight through. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So all that sort of thing. I'm just like, ah, it's just a, it's a nice little puzzle being exposed to all of this. I know. It's, it's pretty interesting. Um. I would love to study economics, I think. I think I would enjoy it. Um, but I think it would, like, kill me inside. Yeah, you would end up just knowing too much. Well, I feel like I'll, I, I, I reckon... Uh, Knowledge is power, but it's well, also yeah, but, like, sad. You, I mean, this is a conversation we could have. It's like institutionalized education because that's how I would do it. Mm. And it would teach you a certain way of thinking about economics. Of course. And I, and that, You're going to be spoon-fed what they want, the a way well, that they want you to behave. Yeah, in the think. in the market, and th- yeah. that's my big problem with universities. I think 
in education in general. Yeah. It's like it's it's training you to behave how they want you to behave in the market, not how you know, not just giving you knowledge and then you deciding how you want to use it. Mm. Um yeah. Um but I, I I think yeah, in terms of the housing thing, I don't know. It's hard. Everyone's situation's different. It is. It is. I, I and would... I can only attest to like what I see around me and Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, um, pretty mind boggling. But again, I'm like, whenever like the media gets going about these sort of big, and like, it's always in the news. Yeah. Just like COVID is not always in the news. There's something going else going on. And even like, especially like with property, you know, we have bloody reality TV shows dedicated to it and people get so invested in this stuff. Like that's... That's what I mean. It's a linchpin of Australia. A, it, yeah. It really needs to not be. we got a massive vice grip on it. I really do. Like, and, and that's why, again, it will never fail. Like, mm. And because of that logic, like... People should just chill well, then. Well, no. <laughs> if, if I'm out to make money and I know that this investment is not going to fail, I'm going to throw all my fucking money at it. And that's the problem. That's the problem investors are having, right? It's yes. like you cannot blame them for doing what they're doing when they're going to get a guaranteed such a return. Safe, like such a safe yeah, market. Yeah, I, I understand. But do you and think? And they try and they try and convince you that it's not a safe market because there's this bubble. There's <laughs> no such thing. Well, I well I sent you that um, article about the Netherlands and how they're going to yeah. cap investors yeah. from buying property so that people can actually. Um, who live in the community buying the This is not financial advice. This isn't. No, absolutely <laughs> not. This is just stuff we saw on the internet that I'm regurgitating. Um, what do you think? Of <laughs> Nervous laughter. Yeah. Um, like, maybe we should cap investors. I don't know. Like, I think it's a Band-Aid. I really do. Um, It'll just give other people an opportunity. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, the the solutions to the problem will will come from what you um ideolo- your ideology. So, oh, um, someone who probably like people, the most conflicted person is a conservative who recognizes there's an issue but believes in the free market mm. because they would have to argue that we should just let it run, let it rip. That's the free market. That's true. Um. But in my, I would argue to them, well, we already don't do that because the government props up the market with grants and yeah, okay. all that sort of thing. Sure. Um, like one thing that I, I always found interesting was um, when Uber came to Australia, all the taxi guys got a, ba- a payout. Did they really? Yeah. It's because their license is their retirement. Okay. So like they were, that's like an investing to that. Like those things are fucking expensive. They're like taxi like plates and stuff, and mm. they would sell them on when they retired. And it was it's like two hundred k plus. Right? Oh wow! Yeah, heaps because there was a limit on them. Okay. Suddenly anyone can be a taxi driver with Uber, so True. they're worthless. Yeah. And that was the problem. Oh, no wonder they were so angry. Well, yeah, and that's like their retirement. Now, there's two sides of this in me. I'm like that sucks because that's a person's livelihood yeah. gone. There's another side of me that's like, you should have researched about Uber. Uh, why should my money as a taxpayer bail you out? It's, right? This is the market at work and taxis are shit now. 
like that's how it, that's the two sides of it right in my opinion why are we mad at uber for taking advantage of a system that can be taken advantage that's of right exactly and it's like why am i forced to like the solution they came they gave them a very paltry sum as mm. well for these licenses um and then they clamped down on uber but it's like you should have been the government failed because they should have been way more vigilant about these companies coming into Australia for yeah. starters. But then that already is now you're not free marketing, right? right? So it depends on so what government is in charge at the time, right? It's gross, isn't it? It's terrible. <laughs> um, but then at the same time, I'm like, I don't think at, like if you bought a taxi license before, like when Uber was in America, but mm. before it came to Australia in that there's a window, mm. you're a fucking idiot. And you, they didn't do their due the diligence. Yeah. They did not do their due diligence. Do your research. Yeah. People selling them at that time, smart cookies, because they knew what was coming. Yeah. So, and that's like, so then, you know, the solution in that was we'll give them some taxpayer money to bail them out. We do the same thing with corporations and job seeker and stuff, right? Yeah. So the solution they're constantly doing is, oh, let it run rampant. And then when it's, it fucks up, we'll bail them out. That's our system. Why don't we just put a tighter leash on it? Well, yeah, that's right. You should legislate things better and future-proof things. And then we don't have to then just go and throw our money out. Yeah, that's correct. Bailing people out. Well, and the other argument is like, why do we prioritize companies over people as well? So like, um, and that's the big job seeker problem. Yeah. Um, But, um... The reason I brought up that story, it's the same for housing. So if the housing market did collapse. Yeah. And it did in America sure in did. 2008. Yeah. Who got the bailout? Not the not the people. The banks. Hmm. Shouldn't the money go to the people who actually own the debt? Hmm. Not the bank who own the right to the debt? Yeah, that's that right. Was, that's the difference, right? Yeah. Like you're indebted to the bank. So they bailed out the bank. So that you could continue so to be indebted could, to them. But you're still indebted to them? Yeah, it's so sinister. It makes no sense. Give it to the person who owns the debt and they can wipe their debt. That's right. And then the bank still gets their money and yeah. not, they don't have any debt. Yeah. I'm sure that someone who knows way more about it will be like, that was that's a dumb re- solution. But... That's why. When you think of it in the black and white, but I'm like sure when you think great. about how, like how you think these things work, like that's that would make more sense. And it's right? like, why do we think that we know this stuff because of what we've just been shown? Well, and yeah, and yeah. Like, oh, my this is getting too philosophical. My understanding now. <laughs> of my own debt, if I buy a house, is that yeah. I owe this to the bank, and if I got given six hundred k by the government or whatever, I would then pay the bank that money. That's right. And that would be it. See you later. Yeah. So, um, but instead it went, you know, it goes to the bank and then that didn't technically come from me. So I'm now have to file for bankruptcy or whatever. Mm. So the housing market itself, I don't it's think. So the bank can get more, but they'll end up with more. Well, yeah. The, the winners in that scenario were the hedge funds back in LA. Yeah. Because they hedged against the banks. Mm. Um, and the winners last year in the collapse were the banks because the hedge funds got very fucking greedy. Um, <laughs> and the banks were trying to protect people's investment. Yeah. Which is 
good. You want that. But again, mm. it's like anyone who argue, like just to harken back to where this conversation kind of first started was yeah. the guy that's arguing for the free market. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It's too much, too many levers being pulled all over the place. Um, yeah. So throw that out. <laughs> so then it's like, what kind of controls do you want to have on the housing market? And that's why mm. I say, I think a land tax would be better than limiting property investment, investment. because it's like, there is a liability. Well, that would in turn limit yeah, but um, it, investment. It's, it's, not as, it's not as obtrusive as saying, you can't have this. That's right. It's, it's saying, um, you can have it if you can afford it. Yeah. So then you kind of, because the whole, the, the one big problem, it's like you can, we're having like, you know, the rich are getting way richer, the poor are getting poorer. Mm. The middle class is just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, so putting a land tax on things, kind of will pull some of these top end into the middle back into the middle a little bit maybe so a little bit more but at the same dispersed. time it's going to disadvantage the lower end because they're now paying more for their property pushed. so it's not a great solution but it would if it was a purely a supply demand problem which again i don't think it is it would free up some supply and maybe mm. so it would be well at the, at the moment it feels like there's just a whole heap of demand for the same amount of supply but it's, I don't think it is a supply and demand problem because there's like houses that are, are unoccupied that are selling for still ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. Right? Um, you have more building going on at the moment than ever. Hmm. So like, and there's, yeah, but we're also, there's no immigration happening at the moment. Well, that's very true. That right? makes a significant difference. There's only local immigration, like yeah. through the States. There's no yeah. international immigration. So like, it, again, but it seems like this housing boom is just happening all over. Like, pro- like, so. Yeah. It's like people no, are like, well, there's a sense. pandemic, better no, make like sure I have a house. Everyone's moving to Queensland. So the house prices in Perth go up. Yeah, I know. What? I know. I know. Like. <laughs> yeah, I know. It doesn't make sense. Anyway, it's just well beyond my expertise. That's mm, for sure. Me too. But yeah, I, I mean, Something needs to be done, but it won't get done. And again, it's like who loses if the if they did say like you can only have three houses. Mm. Right? So anyone with a portfolio above three houses now has to sell their house. They would never do that. So but. then the legislation would be from now on. Yeah, you can't have more than three. That's that right. doesn't benefit you. No. That doesn't help anyone. No. It just stops them from buying more. That's right. But they still have like this chunk of assets it's like, a massive game of monopoly everyone's trying to monopolize <laughs> <laughs> okay but i love we're all trying to win yeah get that fleet street and, oh, like, and, and, and it, it's kind of funny because when like i think about it i'm like no wonder politicians don't do anything it's too complicated yeah there's a lot <laughs> like, of um it's too many there's too much going on that like it's just gonna like if, if you did that like if you said like no you have to like how that's pretty insane as well right you have to sell your house it's illegal now yeah that's excuse obscene. me that's obscene that's yeah. obscene but yeah. we don't want them to have that many property on the like it's hmm, controversial. so, so how do we take it oh we want you to just do the right thing we want to be a robin hood <laughs> yeah like and like it'd be like saying to someone like you own three cars you can only have one because of climate change unless they're electric i don't know that's a pretty good argument <laughs> But you're taking someone's property for something that's kind of out of their control, like. Yeah, I know, but they, <laughs> you know, bloody hell. The problem with yeah, we could we should. Are we do replacing one on... it? No. 
Like that would be an, a cool thing, being like with the car thing as that. Like it's a poor example, because but um, being like, well, give us you, your petrol car and we'll give you a an electric give you an electric one of equal value or something like that. The problem is the the starting price for an electric car is pretty. Or maybe steep. even more than give you an electric. We'll upgrade your vehicle and. But again, it's like who pays for that taxpayer? Oh, cool. Us. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, don't there's not a, I don't get taxed enough to support this, and I don't want to be taxed more. Oh well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I mean, Australia though, like internationally, is actually one of the least taxed. Right. Um, so we've got it pretty good, but like it's still, if you're a middle income, like if you're an average mean income earner, it's thirty three percent of your wage. It's a big chunk. A whole third you just don't get. So, and, and like, again, it's like that could be used for investment on an individual level. Yeah, of course. Instead of, and, and that and that's like the fundamental argument between, for economics. It's like, should the individual be allowed to invest their earned money or should the government have more control over the, and that's what tax revenue is. Yeah. Um, and I think people don't understand that these days. Of course they don't. Yeah. Who teaches it? Oh, yeah. Your economics um, lecturer, if you pay <laughs> 25 grand to go do the degree. That's right. Like, fuck. Yeah, that, again, that's the thing. Hey, you're not really <laughs> taught about taxes at school. Of course not. Like, there's some fundamental things that should just be taught in high school that should be blanket. Because it's been, you're just being prepped for the market. Yeah, but you need... That's not prepped. That's not being primed. No, you're being prepped for whatever job you're going to be going into. Yeah, okay. That's Fair. what I mean. Yeah. Um, and then the university preps you for that job market or there the trade school be, preps you for that job market or whatever. There needs to be some blanket priming in high school so that people can make even better decisions about their future. Well, just like this is the tax laws in Australia. This is where they've come from. These are the flaws in these models. Just basic shit. Mm. Like I always bring up the luxury car tax. I think it's, it's just the most egregious tax ever existed. It's yeah. one that only affects the top end of town, but I still don't agree with it yeah. because the whole point of it was to protect manufacturing. Like it was sold to voters back in the day to yeah. say it will protect car manufacturing in Australia, which doesn't exist anymore. So why, why should the tax exist? It? Yeah. it doesn't make sense. And that would free up capital for them to invest, right? Yeah. Or they could buy more cars and that lowers the cost of importing cars. Like... <laughs> When you say it like that. Yeah, like saying, uh, yeah. Again, I love talking about tax. It's this Could is she a, getting so what excited? an adult podcast we're having. Talk, <laughs> this one talking is about really quite tax adult. and housing. <laughs> Look, even it's interesting me. <laughs> and do I strike you as someone who enjoys tax? One thing I think we do right in Australia is when you pay your tax, you get that breakdown of where yeah. it's all gone. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, one thing that would be even cooler, take that the next step. You can choose how much, like there's a base percentage that gets allocated and then you can choose what you want to invest in. How cool would that be of your tax money? So you could be like one, it's like, you know. Because it's going to go there anyway, so you may as well pick well, where it like, goes to. Yeah, like it's like, oh, you know, 10% of your taxable taxed income, um, you can choose where it goes. And you and you might say, oh, well, I want it to go to um, parks and environmentalism. So then they get a massive boost from your individual thing. Sure. How much would that then start to shift the allocation of funds in government that'd be forced to because of 
what people want the money to go to. You haven't directed... and Like, what a great mm. idea. Yeah. Because how many young people would be like, well, you know, young people, minor earners, but they might be like, no, I'm, every, like, I, I would say 80% of them would be like environmentalism, right? So or suddenly healthcare. that becomes a really funded government body. Like, good. That's a good thing. And you'd see in our military be very low on that, right? So their budget the would get whole, cut. But what if there's a war? Well, that's the government's job to then allocate the other 90% correctly, yeah. right? Um, Think about the problems we are facing right now with, like in healthcare. Yeah. like Give us more money. Maybe this past year that people would recognize that and go, no, I want it to go to healthcare this year. So then healthcare gets like a nice little 10% nudge. That, and maybe our healthcare workers could be... Have a pay rise. Yeah. Um, I think and I would a, still think that idea. even if I wasn't a healthcare worker. Why aren't you we know? doing that? Yeah. Why aren't we doing that? Write a letter. Strongly worded Wh- letter. Write a letter to my local member. Oh, the guy that's in the LNP. Yeah, that'll go down no, well. Go hire, man. But the thing is, that's, <laughs> a, that's the other annoying thing. If I suggested that to an LNP member, right, I guarantee you they'd be like, that's dumb. It's like, but you, I'm limiting government control of funds. You should be for that. That's why it's dumb. Because they want control. <laughs> that's right. So like their messaging is wrong. <laughs> like if I said it to a Labor member and they were like, no, that's dumb. I would get it because that's their ideology. Yeah. But if I say it to an LNP member and they say that's dumb, I'm like, that doesn't line up with how you, you, how you tell people you think. Like <laughs> they should be like all for getting like, letting people choose where the money goes because yeah. they don't want government oversight. Yeah. Don't and get it. just because there's government oversight doesn't mean that there are the right people in power to be making those decisions. Well, I mean, I think like in what, like what we're saying though, like the military thing, if you yeah. said like, oh no, I get to choose where my tax dollars go. Like I would put zero in military because, but, Obviously, they would need have to some. be a mandated percentage. And that's what I mean. It would, I reckon, ten percent would be a nice thing, because ten percent of the budget from personal income tax—that's hmm. like, what was it? I think it was like two fifty billion dollars was the total budget. So twenty-five billion hmm. can just go to, like, and that entire divvy pie up. will get divvied up differently, yeah. right? Yeah. So of that twenty-five billion, then across all the little sectors, it would. That's a great idea. Hmm. Great idea. Yeah, why not? Why the fuck are we not doing that? Maybe we're the first people to think I about it. I doubt it. That's coming like like... into my subconscious from somewhere. I've, I've probably read it. <laughs> I've been primed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no such thing as originality. Yeah, honestly, there isn't. No, there's no individual thought anymore. Tell us what you think of that idea. If you could choose where 10% of your tax goes. Yeah, where would you put it? Yeah, where would you put it? And... Do you think that's a good idea? Yeah. And it can just be part of your tax return at the end of it. When yeah. you're doing your tax return, you just there's you a say few for this next year, these are the next these are the options. Yeah. And it's just like those main ones, those top ten ones that are on the thing hmm. um, that you always get shown. Yeah. And, it, and you just pick one. Yeah. And yeah. it has to be for those external things that can't you can't pick like your super or anything. Because then everyone would just put it in their super. Well, no, but that's not like that's not where in that breakdown it's yeah. like you know, it has to uh, be it's to like the... education, health, yeah. military, um, uh, welfare. Um, there's a whole bunch of them. Yeah. It's like okay. that sort of thing. Um, and then there's an other section. Another. <laughs> well, the other section this year was more than fucking um, the education budget, which blew my mind. What is this other shit? <laughs> Slush funds. Oh. We don't need to get into that. 
Yeah. What would you pick, Luke? And lean towards welfare, mm. um, maybe health. I don't know. It's, there's a lot you could do. Health with, and education appeals to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would, I would look, I would look at my last year's one and look at the distribution there and make a decision. I reckon be like, because mm. this, this, this last one I got, I was like, wow, education's really underfunded. So then yeah. maybe next year's one I'd put education, right? Sure. Um, and then get the report and be like, oh wow. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, but it's it's rough that it's Parks like, and Rec isn't now. So, but it's like that year behind thing. But yeah, I think that's a good way to do it because, again, we're not talking about a large sum. Yeah, but it also, I feel like, lets people feel more in charge of what's happening in the country. Sure. Um, and like a year isn't much. That's a quarter of a term, right? Yeah. So, and they they'd be looking at that and going, oh man, a lot of people really want like. Are putting their money towards environmentalism. Maybe I should do some follow more suit. E- follow then suit. Then we would right? have social have, influence. That's right. We've come full circle. Yeah, you'd have <laughs> social influence over your politicians based off where your tax dollars are going. Because mm. then, that, like, there'd be if if you were in an electorate and you had and let them have access to this data, and it's like your electorate nine, well, seventy five, sixty, no, let's even less, fifty three percent of them put their funds towards health and then 10% put it towards education and 20% put it towards um, other. Mm. Your messaging will be health and education, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. It would help dictate the course, wouldn't That's it? That's right. Suddenly we're a lobbyist. Look at me, Katie, the lobbyist. Yeah. Didn't think I'd say that today or ever. Yeah. But <laughs> Suddenly the people are lobbyists based off their tax money instead of it just being... Mm dictated to us yeah fuck i really like this idea yeah it's cool write the letter (laughs) (laughs) address it to whom to whom it may concern luke none of them (laughs) (laughs) yo yo scomo (laughs) yes here's some tax reform that might go down well and might win you the election maybe yeah if you if you appeal it like you know phrase it in that light yeah. This is going to benefit you yeah, yeah. individually. Yeah. Josh Frydenberg, I know you're faffing <laughs> about with the budget, but here's an idea. Yeah, maybe you should uh, let sit down have, with your cuppa and have a read. We can't let people have more control. What are you talking about? Yeah, you know you got to keep... The government needs to keep their people stupid That's right. so they can well, control them. Well, not even them. stupid. Just take away their liberties. <laughs> but have you heard that saying before? Yeah, keep people... Yeah, yeah, yeah got to keep, keep people stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's true. If you're not educated... That's right. You can't make the right decision. I mean, that's becoming... Or even, you can't make an educated that's decision. That's becoming even right. more of a problem, though, is now we can't even agree on the facts. <laughs> well, that's because you're getting such a, a mismatch of facts that are, are thrown out. Like, well, look I at... I mean, look at this ivermectin thing. The what? The ivermectin thing with the horse stuff. Don't worry. I'll tell you what to talk about after. Okay. I'm just looking at Luke like, uh, what? <laughs> um, yeah, totally. I read about that. <laughs> I wonder how many times since I've known you, Luke, that I've just nodded and been like, yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> don't think I don't notice, trust me. <sighs> because I get this glazed look over my yeah, eyes. You're just like, mm, a nervous smile. Like, mm. <laughs> I do the same. <laughs> don't think I don't notice, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. We can finish now. It's 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. 40-ish minutes. Yeah. 
Well, guys, there you go. Our views on housing. And Game of Thrones oh, last yeah. week. And yes, I will continue taxes. my quest in finishing it. Yeah. But I'm going to look up that um, that policy you were talking about. Sure. And um, give you my feedback on that next time. Yeah. Go have a read mm. of some government policy. Thank you. I'll get my highlighters out. I'll print it off. <laughs>